What's up, everybody? And welcome to Pillow Talk, Moment with the Mowgli's. I am Johnny Mowgli Jr. And I'm Deidre Mowgli. And we are an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Hey, y'all. What's up, party people? I'm a little heavy this morning. What you heavy from? That fabulous turkey and Swiss sandwich. Oh. All right. It's sitting on my chest. How you doing, Mo? I'm good, babe. I'm That's good. good. How you doing? I'm well. I'm well. Good. You all right? I am good. So how was your week? Hot. Mm. You brought that up because you want me to tell how my week was, didn't you? Mm. You always got a motive. And guess what? I'm going to slide right on in. I just don't understand. What? I just don't understand. You go slide. All right. So tell me tell me what was going on with your week. <laughs> Why was it a little hot? <laughs> because. It was hot because you were thinking about me? Nope. Oh. Nope. You were no. You thinking kind about of, something? No kind of sexual hot. It, it wasn't was a sexual hot? It was hot because uh, uh-huh. my car is down. Uh-huh. And I have to drive your truck to work. Uh-huh. And your truck, the air in there has been out for a little bit. Three and a half years, y'all. I'd have been driving it for three and a half years. And um, no air. And um, so I'm driving it, y'all, and it's all right in the morning on the way to work. But it'd be hell degrees by the time let I me, get off at five o'clock. Let me, let me tell y'all something. How this go? So she, when she had the car and had air conditioning, <laughs> she would drive home. She would call me. Every day, four, between 4.54, 4.58, 5 o'clock, hey, babe, what's going on? How your day going? Oh, bless the Lord. We so good. We moving forward. If you what you want for dinner, I got you. I'm going to go by the store. I'm going to pick you up something. This was all the stuff. I tell you, since she been driving this truck with no air, I don't, she don't call me at all. I called her yesterday. I said, hey, babe. She said, yeah, what you need? I said, what, what? I said, well, what's wrong? I got to get my mind right to drive home in this heat. <laughs> you just wanted to tell that story, didn't I you? I did. So I, I, it ain't funny, y'all, because I don't want and my queen. No, you laughing, I don't though. want my queen ride with no air, but, you know, we got some stuff on hold right now, and we trying to make some stuff, finalize some things, and I'm going to get her something. Um, you know, I, I ain't trying to get this air fixed, though. We done put too much money in a couple of these cars, so we just going to go ahead and um, try to do something else, but... It's a sacrifice, baby. It's a, we're a team. We, you are absolutely right. Te- I need you to talk to me, though. Well, at this point, at 4.55, when I get in that truck, baby, like I said, it be hello degrees. hmm And I don't want to conversate while I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a happy? I'm not. You're not a happy so person when you're I turn warm. my worship music on and I to put all the windows down and put the sunroof, turn the Push it back, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just drive home, you and I worship, and right I just now. ask the Lord to cool me. Get a little warm I right sing cool waters. About... <laughs> does it help? It does. It does. And then you and try then to I call, call me, and I got to roll up the windows <laughs> and close the sunroof because you can't hear because the wind going. Girl, leave the windows down. Leave them when the, the wind be blowing and you be like, what you say, baby? I'll be like, man, I'll talk to you when I get home. Ah, uh, then she walk in the door and go straight to the shower. She don't kiss me a nut no more, y'all. It's a boy, let me tell you something, boy. It's a little nasty nas around here. It's a little nasty nas, but it's okay. 
Only for something. a season. Only for a season. That's why I'm real mellow this morning, y'all, because I'm still hot from all week. Yeah. And we had a couple of things we had to do this morning, and she she was a little warm. She was aggressive with me this morning, y'all. She, and, and then he You going to drive or something? You just going to sit here? Hold on, babe. We was waiting on some friends. I'm like, hold on, babe. We going to just drive around the neighborhood. Okay, I'm going to drive. I'm going to drive. Y'all, he's trying to sit here. He's trying to make me out to be the bad person, y'all, winning all actuality. I just tried to change my perspective, y'all. I just told him, instead of complaining that I have no air in the truck and that it's hot driving home, I said, Lord, I thank you for this truck, Lord God, because there are some people who is waiting at the bus stop. And some people who is walking. And some people who is walking with a bottled water. I need to see some of that gratefulness a little bit anyway, because you just don't show me nothing until after you cool off. Well, I'm sorry, but you cold all day long. Okay, mo- moving on. Let's move on. All right, um, what, what we, we talking about, about today, Mo? <laughs> y'all, we need help. Oh, she nasty, y'all. She I'm nasty. not nasty, y'all. What we talking about today, babe? Baby, I got you. I'm, I'm, I got you. You'll be able to tell. I know. I'm going to be able to tell y'all a different story after August 18th. Shortly. A whole nother Shortly. story, guys. A whole nother story. I'm going to be so cold driving home. I'm going to be shivering. And want to call me and tell me how cold she is. Yep, I and sure I answer my phone. You're not going to answer your phone? We'll be talking about today, baby. You will always answer your phone for me, Johnny. We'll be talking about today, baby. We're talking about... Y'all ready? You ready for me to tell them what we're talking about? And I got on... I need to go put on my tennis shoes. Because this we might be fighting after this episode. I ain't going to fight you. You ain't going to fight me? Nah, you what know, you going to do? Gonna You're not a fighter? Yeah, put, put on your tennis shoes and get some grip. Grip for what? Mm. Hello? That's for, that's for nighttime. Oh, okay. We can't talk about that right now. All right. Well, let that's me tell y'all what we're talking about today. I got you some Nike. Remember them Nikes with the, the rubber ball with the Jesus Air Max? Christ. I do. Them, them ones that you can put your tippy toe in. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. About to get us put off the radio. No, it ain't. Listen, no. so what are we talking about today? We are talking about... Um, should a married woman have a man as her best friend? Or should a married man have a woman as his best friend? And this covers all bases. A woman that's married mm-hmm. or a woman that is single. We're going to cover both of them. I don't want to. Well, I know the part that I was focused on is if you're married. No, I'm saying a married couple. Mm-hmm. Who has another married couple who mm-hmm. the man and the woman are friends versus a married couple who has a female friend that's mm-hmm. single and him and the woman are friends. Oh. Or vice versa. Him and the man, the man and the wife are friends. So let's say okay, if I'm I had you. a best friend that mm-hmm. was a female. Mm-hmm. And you had a best friend that was a male. Mm-hmm. And this was before we got together and we got married. Mm-hmm. Do we cancel out those relationships? Mm-hmm. Canceled? Because you want to know why? Because you my best friend. Not in the beginning. In the beginning, who was my best friend, Johnny? You, I wasn't your best friend, Joker. You can miss me with that. You wasn't my best friend? No, I wasn't. You want me to help you tell you who it was? Who was my best your friend? Your mama was your best friend. Your sister was your best friend. Lifetime was your best bestest friend. I forgot who else you talked to. Really? Yeah. Those were your best friends. Male best friends? No. 
You probably had some males. They they had situations, but they they had stuff going on, and you brought them up in our relationship, though. <laughs> I didn't have a male best friend. I'm trying to think. You, I need you to think. You did. Have you ever had a female best friend? I'm be honest. I ain't had a whole lot of women who I want to be friends like that with. Right, because you didn't want to be their friend. You wanted to tap that on the floor. What I mean is that what it was? It that wasn't the initial. That wasn't the initial reason. I mean, we just befriended each other, and then you think about all the possibilities. Let's just talk about this this subject before you get cut right here on live. Well, I thought we give the people transparency. We, we are giving the people transparency. However, if you don't want to talk talking, about it, this is transparent. You already know this stuff about me. We are talking about should a married woman. Uh-huh. Let's start right here. Okay. And then we'll go the way you want to go. All right. How about let's go. that? Should a married I go woman. you want to go it. We can go there the way you want to go too, Come baby. On. This is an equal opportunity marriage. Should a married woman have a man as her best friend? What do you think? So, can you answer the questions that I have? What? Um, were the were is is my wife mm-hmm. and her male best friend that is single? Is he single or married? Does it matter if he's single or married? Answer my question. He's single. He's single. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have no wife. Um, no maybe wife. a girlfriend or something, but he's single. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, were y'all friends before me and you got together? Let's say that we were. Y'all were. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would say if y'all were friends before we got together, then I don't think I would be completely against mm-hmm. y'all being friends. I mm-hmm. would think some stuff need to be put in place mm-hmm. as boundaries because now part of your life, and, and this is the part where I think um, stuff get twisted at because... Because you and this guy were best friends since whenever, mm-hmm. you know, y'all get the whole, we like brothers and sisters and we like this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when you get married to somebody, that becomes first. Right. And if this person really your friend, they will respect that mm-hmm. and give you the the space to actually grow in your marriage. Mm-hmm. So that would be my take on it. Okay. Now, if he got a problem with that, he just ain't want to be your friend. So what what are you taking out of that? What does he want to be? More than your friend. He might ain't told you that. Y'all mm-hmm. might have had a conversation about that. You might ain't just ain't told me. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, if he got a problem mm-hmm. with your husband, the person that you picked to be married to, mm-hmm. and he's your friend and he's not happy for you, mm-hmm. that he's trying to put a wedding, he's not really your friend. So you need to check his motives. Okay. So let me read a little bit about... Um, because you know, I'm because I'm married to you. You always research, baby. You always find it. This has become ingrained in me. Find it. Okay. So I found some information on psychology today. And before, when I first thought of this question, my first response is no. My first response was no. Brother, so if I had a female friend that we were friends from childhood and got married, so you, it was just be no for you. It. It wouldn't have no nothing. It was like, okay, she your best friend. That's over. We married now. I don't think you can, you know, I understand what you've said since we started this conversation. Okay, because um, if she was your best friend before we got married and y'all have history and all that stuff, I think the, the way that you just explained it and the way that we had another conversation with another couple as saying... 
that when I was introduced into the situation or uh, I became your fiance or even that I became, we seriously started dating and, and I was introduced to, you know, this best friend or good mm-hmm. friend. Um, and she received me because of the relationship that y'all had because of, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, the brother sister shiphood. I think it was, it probably would be determined on what y'all relationship look like, look like. Because like you said, if at the end of the day, she's acting like she's jealous or obsessive or doesn't really want to let me in, then I'm going to think that there were some other motives involved. So I understand what you said as far as, you know, yeah. if it was um, if it was you and me um, in the situation right. and, you know, I had a best friend and, you know, basically what you just said, but flipping the other side. Yeah. But when I was reading up on this, in psychologytoday.com, it says many married women and married men insist that having a best friend of the opposite sex is perfectly healthy. In fact, they say that opposite... Op- <laughs> healthy, that's the word they that's use? That's the word they use. They say, in fact, they say that the opposite sex friends make better friends because they bring very different perspectives to the relationship. But, they go to but. What comes behind the but, Johnny. Let's look at a few things. Probably some intimacy. Oh, you've got it, sir. And intimacy don't necessarily mean sex. It means conversation. You're right. You're absolutely right. But first, they say in a healthy relationship involves emotional intimacy. As well, it should. Deep friendship leads to a level of sharing that is selective and usually confidential. That means that others are excluded from the conversations. Yep. When a woman shares intimate feelings with a man who isn't her husband, a wedge forms between her and her husband. Yep. And there you have it. Now y'all looking for y'all draws. He is excluded from the privacy she shares with her male best friend. And when this starts to happen, beware, because the door has been open. Yeah. The husband is on the outside looking inward. Entanglement happens. Really? That's what, the, and that's the part that I was, that's the part, that's the part. So. That's the part that, that kept sticking up in my mind. Okay, so here here's my thing on that. <clears throat> I agree 100% mm-hmm. with that because mm-hmm. with with this, if, if, if I have a female friend. Right. That is my friend before we got married. Mm-hmm. She has to completely understand that our, the dynamics of our relationship has to change. Which is not a bad thing if she's really my friend. Right. If I have any type of conversation with her that I can't have with her in front of you, that's a door being open. You are absolutely right. I can care less what it is. If a man or a woman has a conversation with the person of the opposite sex that they cannot say in front of their spouse, spouse, you're right. You're absolutely right. And so that's why for me, even though I said I understood the take that the twist that you put on it, you know, as far as them meeting each but other that, and all that stuff big, or whatever. But what I said was a is a it's that's a big change because even with that, some real male friends and female friends have a certain bond and then if one person is changes the dynamics because they made a decision to get married, their decision affects that person's life. You're right. So it's a lot of stuff, a lot of emotions that go into a lot of different things. So that's when a decision has to be made. And 
that's I'm I'm not saying that I'm not on the same page with you because mm-hmm. because I am mm-hmm. the relationship will it, it's gonna have to change even if my female friend is on board and they respect you and they say hey if your wife ain't there we got a change at the end of the day the time I spent with her before you mm-hmm. the stuff we did before you all that stuff changing right because now I got a wife. And now we do stuff together. And now I got kids. So the dynamics of it change. And a person has to be in a... That's that's the part of it. The, the healthy thing, what people are saying, the healthiness of this is... This is the part that trips me out about this. It's not healthy. They use it... And I cannot think of the word. It's almost like they use it as a lab. Mm-hmm. So if I got a female friend and I'm trying to get a point across to you or we having a conversation and you just don't get it. Mm-hmm. So I got somebody else that I could test this thing on so I can ask her about some stuff. And oh, miraculously, she agree with everything I say, but you just don't. You see how that works? Mm-hmm. Something else come up. You ain't agreeing with this. Oh, but best friendy over here, she just like, yeah, I see what you're saying because she shouldn't be like that. So and so and this, that and the other. Oh, but then the thing that I have the question about, because it makes you wonder, like you said, as far as motives are concerned. So if me, if if you and that person, that female, are best friends, and then you know you meet me, and we decide that we're going to get married, and you know all that, and you want to introduce me to her, and this and that, or whatever. But when I come in this situation, and you realize that you want me to be your wife, then she gets, let's say, she acts the opposite way. Then she gets an attitude about it and stuff like that or whatever. That's leading me to think that maybe all along she's wanted something else with you other than a friendship. Or she don't want their relationship to change. Well, then I feel like this pool, if he wanted you, he would have married you. But this is the thing. Even if they're friends and they do friend stuff and whatever, whatever, which this is a side note, y'all. I believe every male, female, and Male friend and female friends that are friends have things that they're going to take to their grave that nobody will ever know but them and Jesus. Now, y'all can take that however y'all need to take it. Anyway, back to the regularly scheduled program. So, moving forward, if it can look like motives Mm -hmm. to the wife, first of all, if I got a female friend that I was cool with mm-hmm. before you came in the picture, mm-hmm. that already, I'm already going against the grain already. Mm-hmm. So you're in the picture now, but then when we make plans to do stuff, if me and her don't make plans to do stuff, or we usually do such and such and such. And then even if I change and say, hey, babe, that's cool. We usually do it. But me and, um, you know, Susan, we usually do this on this day. But I just tell her we'll just cancel this week. What you going to think? Exactly. So it's it to in okay. my opinion, it's real, 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 real hard That's and real difficult tricky. to have a relationship with a single female, especially before the marriage. It's real hard to do that. Because if I'm gonna make this thing work with me and you, I gotta put hundred percent in it. Right. And put but aside everything. My best friend wants some time over here too. Oh well. So You're what right. you do with that? What do and I that's do on with both it? sides. Right. And then the person in the middle, as a man, I'm going to speak from a man point of view and from all the years of counseling that I done did with different couples and men have said this, why should I have to change that part of my life 
it was my life before she got in the picture. And I mean, it's a good part of my life. And I just don't feel like I need to make that change like that. She's just trying to control me. She's just trying to, you know, look at what I'm doing. She can't just tell me who I can be friends with and who I can't be friends with. But at the same token, like I said, my thing for you would be, okay, scenario, you saying that to me, sir, if that relationship, it seems, I would think that our relationship would be more important than you satisfying that of a friendship. As, absolutely. You, you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. But but some but my also my also my point would be not so much that I my thought process would be I don't think it's so much that she not wanting your relationship to change. She wants you. She wanted you all along, yeah, Johnny. Well, yeah, and yeah, I get that. Yeah, she did. I get that. And and I get how you would think that. Um, I mean, and I don't, I don't know what the bottom line to that would be. So, because I'm not in that situation, so I have no idea. All I know is, I don't see how I can have a, a a friendship. When me and you got married, the friendship that I had with my male friends mm-hmm. changes. They change. Like we ain't even we talk. Yeah. But. <sighs> yeah. Yo, what's going on, Joker? I ain't seen you talk to you in five years. What's happening, bro? You good? What's going on? I don't got married. I don't got grandkids. You know, it's yeah. like I don't even stay in Savannah. No. So that's how it is. Yeah. You know, but to me, the opposite sex thing is just real, real tricky. It's tricky. Now, I'm going to tell you what the tricky part is. It's, well, not necessarily in 2020 because, yeah, you know, we got we dab on both sides of it. It's tricky. Of it now. You know, we got folk doing stuff with everybody. It don't even matter sometimes. Um, but my thing is... That's just an option. And this is how I've always thought. It's just an option. Wait for opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an option. Wait for opportunity. Because if you got a best friend that's the opposite sex, you do talk to them and share stuff different than you would a male friend, for one. For two, there's, there's parts of emotional attachment that happens between a male and a female friend that does not happen between two males most of the time. Mm-hmm. So... At some times, if me and you having issues, just like I made the example mm-hmm. before, and then all of a sudden, and then I'm starting to think, well, dang, Susan, she, she understand understands me more me. than mm-hmm. Dita do. And I, mm-hmm. you know, did I make a mistake? Did I, you know, and then all of a sudden, Susan see our two and come to me and yep. say, hey, listen, I probably should have said this a long time ago. You just got some sexy lips. And, and I'm having I'm feelings just, for you. Yeah. And then you and Susan end up missing. And then I wake up, huh? <laughs> No, don't be dizzy. Don't be dizzy. You and Susan going to end up missing. And I'm going to tell the police, don't even waste your time trying to drag the river. Wait, wait. Go on the other side of the town, baby. Y'all going to find him. You understand. Listen, okay, I, w- I want to read the second part. You catch your breath. Catch your breath because I want I want to read the second part. So listen, the second, the second part of this says, let's be adults. Physical intimacy is the sequel of emotional of emotional intimacy in most healthy relationships. That's the way we're wired as humans. Give emotionally intimate heterosexual couples enough time and physical intimacy follows. Or at least the temptation to be physical emerges. In same-sex friendships between heterosexuals, natural boundaries exist preventing sexual intimacy from occurring. Boop, 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 boop. There it is. <laughs> I promise you. And that's what makes me say, 
like I say, I might give a little more leniency to somebody who may have been, you know, a childhood friend. But even with us, that's hard to, that's kind of hard to be between us because we've known each other since we were children. Yeah. So if some chick come up the day or tomorrow, I'd be like, okay, no, boo, didn't know you. I met him at 14. If you didn't know him by then, then, yeah. you know, you didn't meet him at 12 because yeah. he would have told me about you if you was important. And but he showed up. Right. At the end of the day, you can miss me. Physical intimacy, which you always say. You be around here playing. And that's with a, a best friend, too. You be around here playing. And then the draws. next minute, y'all be looking for your draws. And then you're trying to figure out a story to come home and tell me about the fact that she was just consoling me because me and you just went through. It just happened. It just happened. Oh, okay. And again, I say, both of y'all going to end up missing. Point blank, period. You know, Where is this coming saying, from? You can't be saying this on the radio. You know I, people hear you saying people this. People hear me say this. So what if I come up Listen, missing? No, 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 no. Get it, get it right. I'm not going to just kill. I'm not. I would never kill you. <laughs> Just saying. Just say I was gonna make you drink a lot of water. I didn't say I was gonna kill you. <laughs> anyway, let's turn this. Let's curve this because I feel like it's going. It's going a different direction. way. But I, I'm just saying, like that just leaves all these ifs and ands and buts. Of course, we know that uh, to for somebody new to come in and talking about they trying to be a friend. Yeah. And I go even put best in front of it. I'm just gonna say for somebody to try to come in. And and I'm let me let me be very clear with this. I know who you are, not just what I see on the outside, but what I know to be on the inside. That makes sense. Yeah. And I always tell you that I know that you 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 are real easy on the eyes, and I know that I know what I got. So that that and that and and because of that, I not only know what I have because of how you look, but I know what's inside of you. I'm a little leery about any female who is coming on to try to um, attach themselves because you offer great advice. You, you are, you're a very caring person. And if somebody comes, you know, and you, you are always, you're that person who always, like, offers light. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Wherever you go. And like I said, I know who you are. So some people, especially females, don't know how to take that. Some some can take it and be like, Johnny is just a, you know, he's a sweet person. You know what I'm saying? A very kind person. He gave me an encouraging word or, you know, an encouraging good morning or he said great morning. But some lonely and distressed broad mm-hmm. is going to take that as, oh, girl, he flirting with me because he tell me good morning every morning. Oh, he don't just say good morning. He say great morning. <laughs> you want to know why my why my posture changed and, yeah, and, and, neck and my rolling. neck rolling yeah. out? Okay, yeah. my neck is still right now. You know, I still got a little TMJ going on, so <laughs> I got to keep still. But at any rate, what I'm saying is you will always, always have that one person who is of the female persuasion that is going through something, probably single, maybe a single, you know, single person that's going through some stuff, may have, may or may not have kids or whatever, but someone who may be at that point in their life to where they are looking for something, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And they're drawn to your light, but not from a perspective of, of that of which you're giving it. And so they, they, they start being clingy for another reason, because now they're thinking, oh, well, he just... He, yeah, he's really feeling me because he's saying great morning. Not just good morning, but great morning. And he always offers a smile. So and go ahead. Yes, sir. So let's talk about that. Um, okay. Because I, I, need, I need 
that to be explained. Okay. On why you would feel that way. I will. And and I've heard you say this stuff mm-hmm. before, but I just mm-hmm. need the world to hear you say this. So okay. when you say that, mm-hmm. um, you knowing me mm-hmm. and knowing that's not what I'm, my intentions are at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. And um, the female responding, not in the way, I don't see the response being the way you see it. Mm-hmm. What makes you know the difference? How can you tell the difference? How can I tell the difference? Um, I can, I've always, and I still do, I've, I've within the last maybe three, four or five years, as a part of my prayers is, Lord, that I want, would, would, my desire is for you to increase my discernment. And I'm not just saying, Lord, you show me any of them, you know, any of them uh, chicks out there who, you know, who got motives after my man. But it's just, you know, I would love a greater discernment. I pray for a greater discernment just in my life. You, mm. you know what I'm saying? And so I really, when I meet people, because I try to be as genuine a person as I can be, I know when I meet somebody, if there's a genuine you know what I'm saying? Camaraderie yeah. between us. Yeah. I know, I, and I'm, and I, and and I, and I be like, okay. And if, and there, are, there have been times, maybe you know, one out of five thousand. I'm just playing that that I have been wrong. But it's like when I meet somebody, and especially if it's a you know a female that you may have met from whatever arena you know mm-hmm. that you were in or whatever. And I promise you, I'll come home and I'll be like, oh, she was nice. You know what I'm saying? Real nice. You know. I, I felt a genuine spirit. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of connected with her. There's a genuine spirit there or whatever. Or I may get from that person, oh, well, babe, she 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 going through a lot or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I think you encouraged her when you said so-and-so and so-and. Because you, you'll tell me, you know, yeah. when, when things happen. Oh, yeah. I was able to, you know, I was able to speak life into somebody who was going through something or whatever and encouraged her and whatever, whatever. I'm cool with that. But there are sometimes when I see something else, the Holy Spirit will show me something else. And he and it'll always be confirmed. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'll be like, babe, I don't really know about that one. I think that there are other motives there. And like I always tell you, it's not that I'm questioning my trust in you or saying, you know what I'm saying? Or you, you know, we may play and you may, you know, tell me about a conversation that happened yeah. and I'll reverse it back on you. And I'll be like, well, didn't you tell me that if a man is talking to me and even if any type of yes or mm-hmm or any type of attention that I may give him gives him hope that he can, you know, keep oh, yeah. carrying on the conversation with me. Yeah. And I might say, mm-mm, Johnny, those were too many words. You, you talked to her for yeah. too long. Yeah. But at the end of the day, my spirit lets me know, mm-mm, let him know, be, be watchful about that one. Because like I said, I'm, I, all I'm doing is trying to give you a heads up on what could possibly be trying to come your way. I'm trying to save her. <laughs> I knew you was going to say yeah, that. I, you, know, you know your wife. I'm trying to save her. All I'm and, trying and to say is... me too. Well, I, I, like I said, I would never kill you. <laughs> I would never kill nobody because that ain't, in my, that ain't yeah. in who I am. That ain't in my makeup. <sighs> but what I am saying is I'm just trying to save... Because I, what do we always say to each other? If I come home and I be like, such and such is happening, or somebody seems like they're trying to get a little too friendly, or whatever, you'll be like, babe, you got it, or you need me to handle it. Yeah. And I'll be like, no, I got it. 
Or if I don't, I'll be like, yeah, babe, I need you to ride on up. Yep. And, and I say the uh-huh. same thing to you. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not against, because some people could be saying, well, you know, and some people play like this. Oh, well, he my work, he my work husband. Mm. Or, you know, or she my work wife. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Period. Mm. And see, y'all, I, ain't, I didn't even, even allude to a cuss word. All I'm saying is I think about doors and I think about gateways. Yep. 20, 20 years ago, 27, 28 years ago when we first got married, I didn't think about this stuff. Yeah. But now here I am, and I'm a whole lot more grown And I know that may not be a word, yeah. but I am. And so I think about these things, and we talk about this stuff often. Yeah. About gateways, about doorways, about whatever ways that we may leave open yep. or leave cracked that may try to bring something else in between our relationship. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying when I say, okay, well, can male, can women, married women have a, a best friend that's, that's uh, of the other, you know, of another, of the other sex? Or can, you know, can men have a female as a best friend? So, listen to this. The simple answer, this is what they found out. They on psychologytoday.com. Mm-hmm. Well, this is another scenario that they put into it. It says, think about the kids involved. How would your 15-year-old feel if he walked into a restaurant and saw you, his mother, having dinner with your best friend, Sam, while daddy was at home? Hello? Chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> it says, pretty weird. And kids' feelings count. It says, I've listened to too much heartache from kids over the years whose parents have fallen out of love with their spouses and into love with other people. This really messes up kids' lives. Yeah. At the end of the day, what you nourish will grow. Yeah. What you nurture will grow. Yeah. And if that you and that best friend relationship is being nurtured and being watered, it's going to grow. Yeah. And that relate your relationship with your spouse is not gonna grow. And then on you, and then we're just gonna be, um, yeah, we just mm-mm, we just didn't love each other no more. We fell out of love, or we had irre- irreconcilable differences. You didn't nurture your marriage. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna say this, and I wanted you to say that because, as a man, you know, and doing what I do on a daily basis, and and just like you said, the different areas I am, sometimes I can. I can talk and say and impart and pour into and not see, mm-hmm. you know, and you come to me and see, and for the record, you've, you've never been wrong. Um, some, some of them I actually fought back with because I was like, you tripping, you being paranoid, mm-hmm. you need to trust me. And then something crazy happened. Like the female asked me for my number. I asked me if I'm happy in my marriage. Right. I'm like just straightforward stuff. Right. And I'm like, for real, this is what you're doing. Oh, she was right again. God damn. And then I had to go home and then I had to cut off whatever. But at some point in time, what you got to understand is what what marriage is, it's been designed, the blueprint has been designed by God. Mm-hmm. And it's been, been designed by God to work for the glory of God to right. show people in the earth the relationship between him and his people. Yeah. So in order for that to happen and get a clear understanding of it, it needs to be clear boundaries. It needs to be clear. Healthy energy. boundaries. Healthy boundaries. Yep. It has to be stuff yeah. in it. So 
the reason a lot of people can't get the relationship part stuff right when it comes to marriage is because they don't really know what the right part is. Yeah. They say stuff like, that worked for you, but it didn't work for me. They say stuff like, yeah, but I having a female, I just not supposed, I'm just not supposed to cut my female best friend or my male best friend way. And you know how I'm supposed to change my life. Listen, if you get married, if you choose to get married to somebody for the rest of your life, hello, your life is changing. It's not gonna stay the same. So mm -hmm. if you think about it, in 2020 right now, we're going through the COVID-19 and, and the protesting and all this stuff is changing the world and the fight back to keep stuff like it is. Mm -hmm. The world is literally changing in front of our eyes. It will never be the same again. And that's proven across the board on every level. And people are fighting to keep it the way it was. Yeah. yeah. It's no different with marriage. You fight to keep something in your life that you might have outgrown, that you might have out, you need to put the energy in towards doing something else. You can't be on a job and get a promotion and then fight to still do the duties you did before that. Mm -hmm. You move up, you level up and yeah. you move forward. Yeah. That's why we always say marriage is a one way journey. You go through this stuff, you grow, you build, you evolve, and then you move on. Yeah. You keep moving. You might stay in a place for a little while and you take all that stuff in, but at the end of the day, you will never see that day again. Yeah. The stuff that happened in that day, whether it was good or bad, you would never have that stuff a day. People deal with it because they don't let the stuff go. Yeah. So now you don't been dealing with something for 15 years because you don't want to let it go. Something is in your life and has been affecting you because you do not want to let it go. Hmm. So if you get married, Newsflash, your life is supposed to change dramatically forever. Hmm. Your energy, your motivation, the encouragement, everything. Let me tell you something. Relationships, period, are hard. Hmm. Being married to somebody for the rest of your life, for them to be able to see every little nook and cranny yeah. for you to reveal, that's hard. To add a person in that got some of them same value, that's that's just you creating hardness for your marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's decisions that have to be made in your life, man, that you just have to move forward. And listen, some stuff you can take with and build on. Other stuff you got to cut loose and yeah. say it was great yeah. when it was there. Yeah. And that's the part that where people, the reality of what's happening they don't want to change. Yeah. I've always said the the hardest thing in this world to do is change. Is change. Yeah. But almost 110% of the people that change always say I should have did this long time ago. Yeah. So the best friend and listen y'all, we we're not saying that having I'm a male best friend I'm not saying it doesn't friend, work because some people for some people No, they, no. It's this is what I'm saying. What? I, I'm I'm this is our opinion. Mhm. Mm I I don't I think some of it you make work right for whatever reason but how can I say this you make work for other reasons but until you put your full energy and focus into your marriage mm -hmm. you will never get the full potential mm -hmm. yeah so because if you only give it eighty percent even ninety percent even ninety five percent to your marriage and the five other five percent to your 
friendship or to whatever else you pouring into, then you will never get the full potential of your marriage. Yeah. Just from that five percent. And I guarantee you, it's nothing in this world that when it comes into the dough that does not try to build a nest in a home and grow it. Hmm. If a bird get in your attic, the first thing it's gonna try to do is build a nest and grow. Yeah. So you add one bird up there. A nest, then you got about three, four birds up there. And you know, there may be some people who have who this who this has worked for them. It may be. Some some people who this has worked for. Okay, so listen, babe. Um, this is another site that I was reading off of, and it's basically um they got different mixed answers on it. Okay. Mm. Um they said uh Daily experiences, I think they did like some um, research or whatever with with married couples and stuff like that. And they said that daily experience suggests that non-romantic friendships between males and females are not only possible but common. Men and women live, work, and play side by side and generally seem to be able to avoid spontaneously sleeping together. However, the, the possibility remains that this apparently platonic coexistence is merely a facade. An elaborate dance covering up countless sexual impulses bubbling just beneath the surface. Mm. Surface, and the end result is what's the end result, baby? Y'all be looking for y'all draws. But it also says that new research suggests that there may be some truth to this possibility that we may think we're capable of being just friends, and they put that in quotations Mm. with members of the opposite sex. But the opportunity or perceived opportunity for romance is often lurking just around the corner, waiting to pounce at the most inopportune moment. Just And just like I think you were saying just a little while ago, it says, um, in order to investigate the viability of truly platonic opposite sex friendships, it's a topic that has been explored more on TV. As a matter of fact, remember the, um, the movie, remember the movie that we watched um, and I cannot think of the name um, of the, the movie. We watched it and remember it was the group of friends and all in two of the couples, I think, were married and had gotten married and were having kids. And then it was four, four, no, one, two, three, four, five, six, six, six people. They were friends, males and females. And two of the couples had gotten married. Yep, I do remember And that. then the other two friends of the group, and one was a male, one was a female, they were friends, real, real close friends, but they weren't married to anybody. And yet. they weren't in relationships. And they weren't in relationships, yep. remember? And what they ended up doing, they still used to hang out at dinners and at each other's homes, but it was still the two couples that were married, and then there was the single female, single male. Yeah. And then eventually, they ended up saying that if, that they would... um. What, have a baby together, yep. I think, or something like they that? They would have a baby together. Yeah, but they didn't want to be married. They would just have the baby together and co-parent. Yeah. And they, I think, tried dating different people yep. or whatever, but still co-parented. And then the, at the end of the movie, lo and behold, I've been loving you all this time. The whole time we've been going well, through the motions. Here's, here's the thing, because throughout the entire movie, they did have the baby. They did co-parent. Mm-hmm. And where actually... The other, the other two friends, the the, four, the other two couples mm-hmm. that were friends, mm-hmm. they were upset because they co-parent and they got along and everything was well, yeah. good. Yeah. And they was mad because the married couples, they was like, we deal with all this stuff and we dealing with the real life stuff and mm-hmm. da 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 
But what wound up happening is every time he went out on a date, she was upset. She was upset. She didn't know why, but she was upset. Every time she went out on a date, he was upset. But they was friends, so they, they would come yeah. home co-parent and then talk about their dates, and they ain't like that. Yep. So until they really faced it, listen, you can't tie all this stuff up together and don't think emotions and emotions, stuff is not right. going to happen. Right. Right. It's not going to happen. It's, yeah. it's people, and look, to each his own, man, I, I, we don't, we just putting the information out here. Yeah. Um, we be transparent as we possibly can. Um, you know, we just putting it out here and it's raw and it's uncut. We give y'all, you know, information that is needed. But I can say we, we, uh, we go say stuff. I mean, we just go say stuff and it's, it's our opinion and we know it's what worked for us. And we are a continuous we continuously work on our marriage on a yeah, daily basis and learn daily. Yeah, it's it's not it's not us making and arriving and all this other stuff. We have disagreements, we have all this stuff, but we work through this stuff. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we married, we together, we ain't going nowhere, and we gonna continue to make this thing work. So stuff is gonna happen. Yeah, and we just fight, fight whatever it is, get handle it, and then move on. Yeah, it's not a give up thing. It's not a thing. Yeah, we get tired. Do we get tired? I don't think we too much get tired of each other. No. no more. Cause I no. at one time I used to get tired of. Yeah. I needed and I used room, to get tired of And she used to get tired of me. But <laughs> at this point now we got to a point that we we good. We good. We're not tired of each other. We enjoy each other's time. Um, we use our time wisely. I mean, it's nothing it, it's nothing for us to just be together. It's 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 our life. And I've always said, man, it's Marriage, this marriage is supposed to be, this thing, God created this thing to be something that we will never, ever, I feel like we will never, ever as human beings fulfill what God completely had for a marriage. We will never fulfill that. But we can try. Yeah. We can move forward. We can try. It's not, marriage is not a, a level up of being a boyfriend and a girlfriend. It's not a place or something that you do is when you get tired of it that you know you fall out of love all this stuff you love somebody intentionally man you you love somebody intentionally you fall in love all that stuff because of how people look how they might make you feel the feeling you might have but then when the feelings leave that don't mean the love's gone yeah you got a god that loves you unconditionally that loved me unconditionally regardless even when we don't love him back like that. He yeah. still love us. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to know if God still love you, if you can hear what we talking about right now, you still on this side of the dirt. So that means he love you because you still living. Hmm. So you still on this earth for a reason. That's a real, real, real saying, y'all. Mm -hmm. If you still on this earth for a reason, then the God got a reason and a purpose for your life. And you one decision, you one decision away. But, you know, our stance on the... The male having a female friend, I'm... Um, we just don't. Yeah, I'm assuming that I, I can't have no female <laughs> best friend except my wife. And I'm very, very pleased with doing that. Oh, okay. I was going to wind up disappear again. Yep. Drinking a whole lot of water. So listen... What, it, what are you going to do? Listen, Can you put me in the ocean or something? No, I'm just going to give you some water. <laughs> listen. Listen, babe. Listen, because I want to read this last bit of stuff. Listen. Okay, so... Listen, it says, um, and, and y'all, I'm still, I be looking up stuff because my husband's name is Johnny C. Mobley Jr. dot com. And he forces me to look up stuff and read, 
and drink water and stuff like that. And he just wants it for the betterment of my soul. So amen. So listen, it's also saying, baby, that men were much more attracted to their female friends than vice versa. Okay? Mm -hmm. what, is, what is in essence saying is the results suggest large gender differences in how men and women experience opposite sex friendships. Yep. It's saying the men were much more attracted to their female friends than vice versa. Men were also more likely than women to think that their opposite sex, sex friends were attracted to them, a clearly misguided belief. In fact, men's estimates of how attractive they were to their female friends had virtually nothing to do with how these women actually felt towards them. Mm. And almost everything to do with how the men themselves felt. So basically, males assumed that any romantic attraction they experienced was mutual mm. and were blind to the actual level of romantic interest mm. felt by the female friends. Mm. But it says women, too, were blind by the mindset of their opposite sex friends. And they didn't realize that he really, you know, yeah. had that attraction for her. It says women, um, they, because females gener generally were not attracted to their male friends, they assumed that this lack of attraction was mutual. Yeah. That we just cool. We, we, you know, we, we, we sis, you bro, but on the, uh, on the real tip of it, Wait bro for the opportunity. won't you. Right. He looking for the opportunity, opportunity. to lose his draws. Yep. And he hoping that you want to lose yours too. So listen, as a result, men consistently overestimated the level of attraction felt by their female friends. And women consistently underestimated the level of attraction felt by their male friends. But it also goes on to say that men were more willing to act on this mistakenly perceived yeah. mutual attraction. So can you imagine y'all been homegirls and homeboys for the longest and now Joker all of a sudden you trying to kiss me? What? Listen, what? So I'm going to tell you how this comes into play so well. Because we got six daughters. And because I've been through them with their whole life as they dated. And that's good because I know what you're about to say. One of the things that yep. I've always used to tell them, Steve Harvey, you, he says this thing that says he says we're dogs and we are hunters. No, I, I don't think he said we dogs. He said we are hunters. He used hunters in the meaning of what the hunt is as far as us and our mentality of how we feel and how we move towards getting something that we want. And if we want a woman then that's how we move and react to that. So when my daughters were growing up, I've always told them they got a lot of people that they call their brothers. Mm -hmm. They was like, this such and such, he like my brother. My baby girl, oh, she's so good for that. She, oh, he like my brother. Daddy it ain't even like that. And so-and-so, and he ain't even like that. Needless to say, at some point in time, they found out these dudes like them. And then they was acting like they were so shocked. But Yeah, I do remember that. But here's my thing. I've always told them, I don't know what that is about us, but I've always told them even... So let me, let me do this. Picture this. This is what I used to tell them. Picture you at a bar, and you go into the bar, and you sit down to have a drink. This is a female. And you just want a drink. You just want to sit in the bar for a minute and just have a drink. Clear your mind. Mm -hmm. Nothing serious. You got a guy walk up to you and begin to try to talk to you. And you tell him... Hey, appreciate it, but not tonight. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. You know, if you could, just let me be. But he don't leave. He continue mm -hmm. to talk to you. Mm -hmm. So you laughing and chuckling like, hey, I'm for real. 
you know, I done had a long day. I, I ain't trying to talk to you. Just stop, please. He's continued to talk to you. You get belligerent with him and just cuss him out. Mm-hmm. He continued to talk to you. You start giggling. You start laughing. In your mind, you thinking, he crazy because he keep talking to me. I done talk about his mom and I call him all kind of stuff. This is what I used to tell him. We respond to you reacting to what we say. Mm-hmm. If you do this, and I told my daughters this, and they actually did this. You if told you me do this, this if when a man talks to you and you tell him you don't want him to talk to you, and he continues to talk to you, and you continue to talk to him, he will continue to talk to you. Mm-hmm. But if you tell a man you don't want him to talk to you, and he continues to talk to you, and you don't say nothing back, notice he get pissed off by that. Yeah. He gets upset about that. And then you all the bees and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. If you shut your mouth and don't say nothing back, he don't get no response back. That cuts that line off. If we get any type of response back from a woman, whether it's good or bad, when we trying to holler, especially when we in that mode, then it's something completely different. Yeah. We just go after it. Yeah. We just go and go and go. But if we are completely cut off, then we move on. Now, yeah. sometimes it ain't moving on nicely. We move on to that crazy, but... We just move on. So my whole thing with this is it's my you you females, that's that's a true statement. Females, they more likely to have a male friend and it stay in a friend zone mm-hmm. than a man would. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if I'm your homeboy and you little and we twelve. And then you turn 14, you start getting these curves and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then and I've always, let me tell you something, I've always said this. You can have a friend, you can have, you can try to be on the safe side and call yourself, quote unquote, getting an ugly friend. If you talk to them long enough, they're going to start looking cute. Yeah. Because you're just not getting to know the outside, you're getting to know the inside. Yeah. So you might got somebody who might not be attractive on the outside, but their inside is all man. Yeah. And you like, oh, yeah. He just charming and he just this and he just that. And then he they might be ugly, know, but he do me right. He looking for your draws. Right. Yep. So it's just so many different <laughs> trap doors yeah. in this thing, man, yeah. that you just got to pay attention to. Yeah. But at the end of the day. I would say this, what do you want more? When I got married, I wanted my marriage. That's why I got married to you. Yeah. As we grew, as I got my focus straight, as I began to mature into a person, a man who wanted to be the the head of my life, my family, Mm -hmm. to lead my family, do all these things, you know, lead y'all into a legacy, into success, it became bigger than that. Yeah. So I'm at a place now to where, so... But leaving a legacy in a a place of evolving and growing and maturing, I knew my whole, all of my energy and my focus needed to be on my marriage, needed to be on my family, and that in itself was a lot on my plate. Mm-hmm. So to have even male friends, like I said before, even to have male friends, it was it was tough to have. And yeah, it's a sacrifice. Yeah. Because you know, like I said before, we in a year of change right now. It it's change is gonna happen. Yeah. So, but the resistance comes in with people wanting to hold on to the old. And what happens is when you get married, you try to hold on to your old life and you just can't. Yeah. It's when you get married, your life must change for it to happen. And it has to be 
it's it's a dramatic change. Yeah. You know, you you got people out here that go from, you know, being huge, you know, physically to transforming their bodies into sculpt masterpiece. Yeah. That takes traumatic change. Yeah. You just can't half step on that stuff. You got to go 100% in. The difference is with that type of change, you see some type of result. Mm-hmm. A little bit quicker, not as quick as people would like to see it, but people don't. I feel like people don't know where to look for the result at when it comes to relationship in your marriage. Um, I feel like they try to change each other without changing themselves, mm-hmm. and I think well, that's one of the biggest things that happen. You have to be able to look in the mirror and change and evolve yourself yep. before the entire thing can change. Yeah. So the change happens with both of you as a couple. The change happened with both of us as a couple, but it had to happen individually, individually first. first. Yeah. I absolutely. had to accept that I was married. Yeah. That is for real. That I got a whole wife out here in these streets and little people that are my children with names that growing up that's learning how to walk, that's learning how to use the bathroom, that they need lights, they need can- all this stuff is real. Yeah. So you had to you had to let all that stuff sink in and then you have to build yeah. from that. Yeah, and then you can have other stuff going on in your life, man, but you just got to be careful of the stuff that you pick. Yep. You choose. You have to be smart. Now, we say this all the time. Make great decisions. You get great results from great decisions. Great decisions. Yeah, you and know? you're not going to make great decisions all the time. But No, you don't. I'll say you, I'll say you can make a great decision, but you won't see a great result every time. Sometimes the result surpasses you. It lives longer than you. You won't see. We've made decisions in our past and some in our future that we still haven't seen the results of yet, but we know they're coming. Yeah. And that's the part. That's the wisdom part of it. Yeah. It, it has to grow. It has to mature. It has to evolve. So when you make a decision... Some things you're going to get quick. Other things you're going to get mediocre, you know, mediocre, but other things you might don't even see. And that's the part you got to be okay with. We got to be good people. We got to make good decisions based on our life and where we at to, to move forward, to become better people, to become better vessels for God to use, to become better everything. Not changing. He made us who we are for a reason. Yeah. Well, I can honestly say, Mobley, that I know what the statistics are and I know what the studies suggest. However, I know as for us in our house, we is best friends. Yes, ma'am. We okay. Are. <laughs> that sounds want, a little forced. I don't want to drink a you lot of water. You don't want to drink a lot of water? I don't. I like water, <laughs> and, but I don't like it like that. Not the way you want to You don't like salt me. water. I oh. love you. <laughs> Y'all, we about to go. We got to go, y'all. We got to go, I y'all. I got to talk about this salt we water. Gotta, this is a lot of different water she talking it about. It is, y'all. I just want him to be healthy in his body internally uh, with this good purified water is what I'm talking about, honey. Mm-hmm. Amen. So All right, uh, y'all. the conclusion is, what is our take? We is each other's best friends. Now, y'all do. In the Mobley household, <laughs> we are each other's best friend. There's no outside best friends. We have friends. But the most of the friends, all the friends that we have that are inside any type circle that we have are married. Are married. We don't have no friends that are single that's cool with us like that. That's just us. That's just us. And we you're love saying them. They got we to love be everybody. Y'all. Love everybody. Yeah. But if I can't say something to little Susan, 
that I can see in front of my wife. Trying, trying to help somebody, y'all. Just trying to help somebody. Fellas, if, if you can say something to Marsha at the job, and you but you can't say, say it, it to your, your wife, wife around, you, yeah. you're out of bounds, bro. You're out of bounds. You're out of bounds. And Miss Marsha, you foul. If you listening to it, you foul. Miss Marsha, you foul, sis. I'm gonna leave that alone. Exactly. I'm gonna leave that alone. It's All right, crazy. we finna be out of here, man. We gonna talk. We, I'm pretty sure we probably gonna have a part two of this at some point in time because we talked about men having best females for best friends. We and never talked women. about. Nah, we never indulged in on the women part because you kind of. But it's the same scenario. It is the same. It's scenario. the same scenario. It is the same. The only scenario. thing is, the studies suggest that men's be more ersty than I women. Got, do I be. got that. Okay. I got that. That's but, all I'm saying. But uh, what I'm saying is. This is something else I think about. I don't want. I be sometimes I. It was at one point in time I did resist having a female best friend because I told Deidre I don't understand. You need to be open minded. And then she flipped on me. She did this a lot. To, she do this what to I, me now. What she I say? Said, uh, okay, cool. Oh. If you can have Miss Susan as your best friend, I have Tom as mine. Yeah, no, we not finna have Tom as your best friend. Right. That ain't finna happen. You wanted Tom to drink salt water. Yeah. No, Tom wasn't going to drink salt water. He was going to drink some iron. And on that note, y'all, this has been... <laughs> moments with the Mobley. This is Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobley. It's going in a different direction again. I don't know how this keeps happening, but this has been Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobley's. I am Johnny Mobley Jr. Y'all, and I'm going to forever be his wife. Yeah. And we are something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. We appreciate y'all. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful so day. Great day. Peace out. Um, well, I actually got to come back in because I didn't say greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings at the beginning. So there it is, y'all. And guess what? Y'all have a good night night. <laughs>